the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. By definition, Christian stewardship is the free and joyous activity of the child of God and of God's family, the church, in response to all what God has accomplished for us in Christ Jesus as we seek to manage all of life's resources for the purpose of the Lord our God. Now, have you ever noticed when there's a celebration, we eat, right? I mean, the celebration, when the guests are involved, we eat. A banquet is prepared. At Thanksgiving, we eat. At Christmas, we eat all those good things. At Easter, there's food. And there are special foods prepared for birthdays, anniversaries, graduations, confirmations. But weddings are a particularly joyous occasion. There's the wedding rehearsal, and then we eat. There's the wedding ceremony, and then after the, in the reception, we Very good. And the day after the wedding at the gift opening, guess what we do? We eat. The gospel reading for today has to do with a wedding feast. A marriage feast. Too often when this account is read, we think of all the excuses of the invited, those people who are invited, who are not coming to the wedding feast. But today, let's concentrate on the words of the king. Everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. And then in the second part of the reading, he tells his servants, go therefore to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you find. And those servants went out in the roads and gathered all whom they found. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. So today, you are being encouraged to come to the banquet feast. Come to the banquet rejoicing. Now here at Faith in Green Bay, we have have much for which we can and we ought to give thanks and be rejoicing. The Lord has richly blessed us with a community of believers in Christ centered around the Holy Word of God and His precious, blessed sacraments. And as Faith Lutheran Church and School, we hear Jesus say, in John chapter 15, verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you abide in me and I in you, the same will bear much fruit. For without me you can do very good. Now, I want to give you a little bit of a heads up if you haven't read through your um, newsletter this month. Tom Thompson, who is the head of the stewardship committee, writes these words. As we are approaching the end of the year, it's a good time to reflect on the year as a whole. Earlier this year, we learned about what it means to be a good, consecrated steward of God. We learned about time, 
and talent and treasure, while Celebration Sunday, where we celebrated our consecrated stewards here at Faith, was all the way back in March, sometimes it seems like our Celebration Sunday luncheon was just a couple of weeks ago. I would like to remind you that being a good steward did not end on that Sunday. Being a good steward of God is a lifelong journey. There are very many different ways you can be a consecrated steward here at Faith. If you are interested in engaging in time and talent, that would be in, the, in all the other areas of activity in the congregation. Please stop by the church office to learn more about volunteer, or I used to call them willing worker, and what's available in those opportunities. St. Peter writes, as each of us have received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God, God's varied grace. You see, each and every one of us has been called into the fellowship of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, we are stewards of the King, regardless of our gifts, regardless of our talents, it becomes our responsibility to invite to the wedding feast as many as we find, so that the wedding banquet hall of heaven is filled with guests. One of the major items for which we come to the banquet rejoicing is how the Spirit of the Lord has moved the members of this congregation in the last several years to make financial commitments and contributions to, financial, to finance particular projects. However, one thing that can often happen is once that a goal is realized, it is that the giving level of the congregation is reduced. Now listen to the compliment. I come to the bank rejoicing with you today because that's not what has appeared to happen here at Faith. The giving is consistent. Another reason to come to the banquet rejoicing is that the congregation is headed in a missional direction to take our great commission seriously. As a congregation, we have made substantial financial contributions toward missional work in our district, synod, even through our congregation and into our community in programs such as Vacation Bible School, our preschool program, and other areas. I also come to the banquet rejoicing because more and more of us recognize that when we depart the campus from faith, you are really entering not just the world. You're entering the mission field. In some churches, they put a sign over the when you exit. You are now entering the mission field. And what are you supposed to do in the mission field? Is to invite to the wedding feast as many as we find because everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. Moreover, as we come to the wedding banquet rejoicing, you and I need to be sure that we continue to do two things. Things that have gotten us to the point in our walk with our Lord by the power of His Spirit. First, we must continually be using the Word of God. 
attending worship and participate in the sacrament of the altar. Why? Because the one who has invited us to the wedding feast is the one who made all the arrangements and did all the work so that the arrangements would be met. Who did all the work for the wedding might be celebrated the ones who said, if you abide in me and I in you, the same will bring forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. He is the one who came to this earth to be our substitute, to take our place. He is the one who perfectly lived the life that's expected of us and by which he presents to us, now by faith, the garment of salvation, the robe of righteousness, without spot or wrinkle or any such blemish. That's the robe the man in the wedding feast did not have, for which he was thrown out. He is the one who laid down his perfect life for us, his bride, forgiving us all our sins with his own precious blood. He is the one who came to life again, guaranteeing that one day we too will rise from the sleep of death. And he is the one who now has invited us and all who by the power of the Holy Spirit believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior from sin to the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which will have no end. So that's the reason we must continually be using the Word of God in daily devotions and weekly Bible classes, in attending public worship services, and participating in the sacrament of the altar. Secondly, as we have in the past, you and I need to recognize that we, as the givers, have a need to be giving, giving of ourselves and back to the Lord, a portion of all that he has first given to us. Yes, financially, but also with regards to our time and talents. And yet there is one more commitment that each of us as servants of the king have already made. Since everything is ready, you and I are to invite to the wedding feast as many as we find, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit working through us, the wedding banquet hall of heaven is filled with guests. Since by definition, Christian stewardship is the free and joyous activity of the child of God and God's family, the church, in response to all that God has done for us through his son, Christ Jesus, in managing all of life and life's resources for the purposes of the Lord our God, come to the banquet rejoicing, rejoicing while inviting as many as you find. When was the last time you invited someone to come with you to worship? Rejoicing for the missional direction of our congregation to go out and tell the world and rejoice in what the Lord our God has done for us. For Jesus is the one who said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you abide in me and I in you, the same will bear much fruit. For apart with me, you can do. So don't just sit there abiding in Christ. Do something. Amen. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding 
will guard your hearts and minds in the love of Christ until the day you see him face to face in heaven. And you may come to the banquet rejoicing. Amen.